Hey everyone, it's your friend, Fat Guy. Today we're talking about family legacy, and the extent to which people feel an obligation to either their family or themselves to continue one. I'll read the question, share some personal thoughts, and summarize some of the responses from the Fatfire subreddit on this topic. Here's the question. I realize that a good portion of you are self-made, but my question is directed to those who come from generational wealth, have you experienced pressure, whether from within or from your family, to continue your family's legacy? Do you feel an intrinsic need to live up to the family name? Have you ever received pressure from the family to take over a family business or family office? Do you even care? Here is the first response to that question. Yes. In Indonesia, I had a tremendous pressure to inherit the family business, paper factories, real estate, and commodity trading. But due to many years of conflict with my dad, my wife and I decided that it is best to chart our own life in the US. However the money lessons from my parents were invaluable and stayed with me forever. For example, real estate. And so far, it was a great decision. I am now in big tech and real estate pursuing my own fire path, drinking clean water and inhaling fairly clean air. Here's another response. I'll read the initial response, then some context that this poster added after some other forum members asked follow-up questions. I come from a generational background, although I made money in my own right for 10 years or so in big tech and high finance. I eventually came to the realization that I did not want to work for someone else and wanted to do what I loved. So I set up our family office with my father. There was zero pressure on me to get it done. In fact, my parents would be very happy if I went back to the corporate world. I'd rather not go back though. I have more flexibility, I'm doing what I love, and I am very content with what I'm getting in terms of compensation. It's enough to meet my expenses plus a little upside. It did bum me out to some extent that I wasn't progressing as I expected in the corporate world. I have a previous post on this on Fat Fire called Dealing with Regrets on Stopping Too Early, but I eventually came to terms with it. Did I make some decisions because I knew I had a backup? I didn't think I had a backup. I knew my parents were okay in terms of money, but I had no idea how much we had until three years ago. I always thought I'd work in corporate forever or do something like a startup until this. My parents were very modest and secretive about what we actually had. Other than a nice house, we lived, and they still do, very simple lives. No fancy cars, no designer clothes. Even today, I have to force my dad to not take my ratty worn-down shirts and wear the clothes he bought for himself. It's a literal definition of the millionaire next door if you've read that book. As a child, I felt relatively poor to some extent growing up because I went to an elite school that had children of billionaires slash centimillionaires. Super nice people, but they flaunted their wealth and status easily in a way that I could never hope to match them. Now I probably could play the conspicuous consumption game to some extent, but I don't want to, smiley face. I'm happy with a simpler life and flexibility. Let's hear now from another user. So, I'm actually really interested in this topic. I come from the chunky version of generational wealth in that there is significant passing of assets early in life from grandparents to grandchildren and has been for at least four generations. We're not talking, I never have to work money, 
but we are talking, unless you actively mess this up you're in a great place, money. The part that I find fascinating is how little has changed over 250 years or so. My mom built out our family tree back to the 1600s and for generations my family has spawned the same kind of folks, people who exist on that class boundary on the line between upper middle class and upper class. They worked, but all in high status professions. My great-great-great-grandfather was the captain of a sister ship to the Titanic and went to university back in the 1800s. His son was a conductor who led famous orchestras in London, Berlin, etc., and went to Harrow. My grandfather was a general in the army and then started a business he took public and sold. My mom was a CEO. My father a surgeon who invented an improved elbow replacement. I'm a tech exec. Something is obviously getting passed along other than just money. I would say yes, there's money, but there's also a huge assumption from a very early age in our family that you will excel at something, you will do well in school, you will not just exist, but contribute. We are not picky about what but have low family tolerance for casual people. And yes, the expectation includes helping make decisions about how the inheritance your children will receive is structured. Another user asked, can you ballpark quantify what that kind of inheritance looks like in 2023 dollars? Is that like a $150,000 annual annuity? $2 million trust activated at 26. The poster said, think more like grandparents paying for private school plus mom and dad maxing out 529 plus a one-time gift of like 500k that can only be spent on specific approved things like a house plus lots of things like your parents saying, hey, if you max out your 401k, Roth and HSA starting on day one of your first job and never touch it we will make up the difference in take home in perpetuity, etc., and then an inheritance and annual gifts as the grandparents age. The house money is the only lump sum but it probably adds up to $1.5 million by 35 before the actual inheritances later in life. It's not never work money but chubby easy mode money. And here's the final take I'll share, with some of the follow-up replies summarized after. My family has deep ties to the founding of America and even had influence in England beforehand. Lots of big names in the family tree and lots of emphasis on public and civic service or pursuing interests in the arts. I chose to go into business. While there is no super pressure I for sure am the odd one out from my cousins. There once was a lot of money and now there is less. But that wasp mentality is very very strong. With my family in particular, everyone works, they just do things that don't replenish the coffers. Lots of professors, naturalists, artists, public service oriented careers. No real emphasis has been made on making money for generations, since there always has been money. But the tree grows and the largest shrinks. Still, I benefited greatly as did my cousins as they all are in passion-based professions. There have been some ne'er-do-wells and spendthrifts, as my family calls them who lived lavish extravagant lives and squandered their money and they are not looked upon fondly. There was no real consequence for the people who lived lavish lives without accomplishing much. They mostly just lived unfulfilled lives in the eyes of my family. I think someone back in the turn of the century almost tanked the whole fortune, and a few overspent and went into debt, or made bad choices and lost big pots of their inheritance. 
Otherwise the people who didn't amount to much aren't talked about a lot and are used as cautionary tales. Some did cool stuff too, in my opinion, like Jet Set Life or Gilded Age Mansion Building. So there is some interesting insight in here. I'd be interested to see the split in the Fatfire forum between self-made wealthy people and people who have inherited it. Based on my personal lurking over the years, I'd imagine the minority are from inherited wealth. But I think it's also relevant for us folks who are self-made millionaires, as we consider our own legacies and the kind of expectations we will set for our own children. I'll leave you with one comment from a forum user that really resonated with me. There is so much in life to aspire to excel at besides making money. The beauty of building generational wealth to many is letting one's descendants aspire to excel at whatever they desire to do, without having to worry about the money aspect, so long as it is healthy. Most people build to fat fire for financial freedom. Sure, there is value in the hard work and discipline needed to make and manage money. But giving your kids the head start to avoid a lot of that grind isn't robbing them of value. It's giving them the freedom to find value in other aspects of life. There are so many things to chose to work hard at and apply yourself with besides making money. I really hope the point of life isn't to make and save money. I will be heavily encouraging my kids to take a gap year heading into college, and to just travel, off the wealth we built. So that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed the discussion. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to get my next episode. See you soon.